Praise the Lord. Amen. Stand with me all over this house as we turn to the word of the Lord today. If you'll join with me in the book of Exodus, the 10th chapter. Exodus, the 10th chapter. I'll be reading beginning in verse 21. Amen. Exodus 10 and 21. It's been a wonderful week for this church. And beginning with revival, men's prayer and devotion, men's conference. It's been an exhausting week, Brother Chase. (laughs) Been an exhausting week, but what a powerful week. My life is forever impacted from this week at Breaking Bread Apostolic Church. Amen. My flesh is tired today, but my soul is refreshed. (laughs) Praise God. My soul is refreshed today. I'm thanking God because these are the times of refreshing. Amen. And the Holy Ghost is able to restore you today. Join me in the book of Exodus, the 10th chapter, the 21st verse. Shout yes if you're there. Amen. The word of the Lord, we're all familiar with this passage of text. I'll be reading today about the plagues that the Lord sent unto Egypt on the behalf of his people. Can I tell you today that nothing has changed? God will still shake up the enemy on your behalf today. (laughs) Praise God. Exodus, the 10th chapter and the 21st verse. And the word of the Lord says, And the Lord said unto Moses, He said, Stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. I mean, no, there's a darkness that is so dark Brother Greg, you not only see it, but you feel it. You feel it. How many many ever been someplace and you just knew there was something evil and the goosebumps and the hair on your neck stand up because that darkness is more than what you behold with your eyes, but you feel it. You can feel the darkness, amen. And this is the darkness that the Lord was telling Moses. He said, when you stretch out your hand upon this land, I'm going to bring a darkness that they not only see, but they're going to feel it. And Moses stretched forth his hand that day toward heaven. The Bible says there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt for three days. They saw not one another, neither rose any one from his place for three full days. But all the children of Israel, the Bible says, had light in their dwellings. (laughs) How many know he's light in the darkness today? But the children of Israel, in the midst of this thick darkness, had light in their dwellings. Bible says in verse 24 that Pharaoh called unto Moses and he said go ye and serve your Lord and only let your flocks and your herds be stayed let your little ones also go with you 
but your herds and your flocks, they're going to stay here. And in verse 25, Moses rises up as the man of God. And he tells Pharaoh, Thou must give us also our sacrifices and our burnt offering, that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. Our cattle, Pharaoh, they're going with us. And there shall not be one hoof that will be left behind in Egypt. For thereof must we take to serve the Lord our God, and we know not what with what we must serve the Lord until we come thither. The point that I hope to drive home to this church body today is this. Before the enemy will ever let you go, he will always offer you a compromise. Well, I feel like preaching if you help me for just a moment. Before the enemy will ever let you go, he's always going to offer you a compromise. But he doesn't understand this ain't a compromise in church today. Boy, I thought I'd have some apostolics jumping up and down. I'm preaching harder than you're praising. He don't understand. This ain't no compromising church today. Come on, this is the church of the living God. This is the church that's contending for the faith, which was once delivered to the saints. And we take a stand against the devil today in this place. Hallelujah. Amen. But before he ever lets you go, before he ever lets your family go, before he ever lets your children go, he's always going to offer you a compromise. I feel a strong direction from the Holy Ghost today on this topic. I'm not leaving without my sacrifice. <laughs> Oh, maybe y'all ain't as fired up as I am today. I said, I'm going to preach on this topic today. I refuse to leave without my sacrifice. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Lay your Bibles down in your seat. Lift your praise. Come on, give the Lord a most high praise. It's high time for the people of God to praise His holy name today. Lift up the Lord in this place. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Bless your word. Bless your word today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. I'm not leaving without my sacrifice. Anyone who has any knowledge of the scriptures, anyone who has become a student at all of the word of God, pretty much knows of the ten plagues against the nation of Egypt. That the Lord brought upon Pharaoh when he refused to allow the children of Israel to leave as God had commanded him to do. 
We read over and over. It's one of the most popular texts throughout all of the Word of God. And when we study it in depth, we realize that we can see many more precious truths. We can learn many more lessons than just the plagues themselves, including the lamb which was slain. The blood of that lamb which was applied to the doorpost, amen, marking, marking the location of those who the death angel would pass over, amen. We realize that the word of God, amen, gives us so many more precious truths hidden and wrapped up, amen, in these texts, but my focus today is on one of the several compromises that Pharaoh had offered unto the man of God, Moses. When the plagues first began, Pharaoh offered to allow the children of Israel to offer sacrifices unto their God. But he told them, you can offer sacrifices unto your God, but you're going to do it right here in the land of Egypt. You're going to stay here to offer your sacrifices. Moses realizing that they would be slaughtering and offering the very animals that the children or that the the people in Egypt, the Egyptians worshipped as their gods. He said, "Well, this will not end well. So I'm not going to go for this compromise. I realize that the very thing that we're going to be offering unto the Lord is the thing that they have made their God. No, Pharaoh, I don't think I'll accept your offer today. Enjoy the plagues that the Lord's about to bring upon you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Moses stands with the with the boldness and with the backbone of the man of God. And he says, I don't think I'm interested in your compromise, sir. You see, the Lord told me in his word that we're to take a three-day journey and we're to get out of Egypt before we offer our sacrifice unto the Lord. So he tells him, he says, I'm not going to accept your compromise today. You can keep your offer. That's not going to work. I'm not willing to compromise on this matter. Amen. And then next he offers them to go sacrifice, but they could not uh, go far. Amen. And Moses again rejects his offer. Moses says, I'm sorry, I'm not up for your compromise. How about some more plagues? I tell the people in this church, you're the people of God. The next time the enemy don't want to let go of what you tell him God said, let go of, you look at that enemy square in the face. You say, how about some more plagues? 
How about about you bring the wrath of God down upon you just a little? You're going to get wise here in just a little bit when God opens the windows of heaven and he pours out upon you fire and brimstone. You're going to see that the Lord said, let my people go. Hallelujah. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Let's give him some praise today. Amen. Moses tells him, he says, I'm not interested in your sacrifice, sir. Amen. And then next, Pharaoh not willing to give up yet because the Lord had hardened his heart. He he says, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Moses. I'm going to let the men go. You can go your three miles outside of Egypt, and you can make offerings and sacrifice unto your God. But you're going to leave your women and your children here. So I know that you're going to come back. (laughs) Ah, But once again, Moses says, you must be out your mind. You don't understand, sir. My children got to witness my sacrifice. My children got to behold my offering unto the Lord. My wife's got to stand by my side because a divided house can't stand and we can't be unequally. Yo, you're going to let my wife, you're going to let my children, and we're going to go, we're going to offer sacrifice unto the Lord. Hallelujah. He says, I'm not interested in your compromise, devil. You're going to let my family go worship the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. But once again, the Lord hardens the heart of Pharaoh. And he says, no, you can't go. Moses says, okay, enjoy some more plagues, sir. If those weren't bad enough, the Lord's got some more for you. Man, if you could just realize today, you have the upper hand. Come on. Even in bondage, even in trouble, even in circumstance, if you could just realize you have the upper hand today. It might look like the devil's in charge, but I come to tell somebody in this house today, you better make up your mind. You're not leaving Egypt without your sacrifice. You better remind the devil he's not in charge. God is in charge today. The Lord is in charge. The Lord strong and mighty is in charge today. Hallelujah. Moses tells him, I'm not interested in your compromise, sir. We men are not going without our wives and our children. Come on, men. Come on, men. We have men's conference this week. It's time to be a man of God. Today, it's time to rise up and be a man of God today. Like Moses was. And Moses said, no, sir, you must be crazy. Brother Timmy, you think I'm going out to make a sacrifice and an offering to God and I'm leaving my family behind? You done lost your mind. You done lost your mind. I'm not interested in your compromise. Enjoy your plagues. So he stands up to Pharaoh once again. Amen. And he tells him, we're not going without our women. We're not going without our children. 
Amen. But we're going to take them with us. If you don't want to let them go, enjoy your suffering. Enjoy your suffering through these plagues that the Lord's going to bring upon you. So the last time that Moses stood, Brother Jason, in front of Pharaoh is the text that we are reading today. And the Lord tells Moses, he says, I want you to stretch out your hand toward heaven. And a thick darkness is going to cover the land of Egypt. And because of this three days of a darkness that you can feel, the Egyptians began to put pressure upon Pharaoh. Come on, just... Let these people out of here. Just get these Israelites. Come on, haven't we been through enough already? Just get these people of God out of here and just let them go worship their God. Finally, Moses, he offers up one last final compromise. Or not Moses, I'm sorry, Pharaoh offers one last final compromise. Compromise. I almost titled this message Pharaoh's Final Compromise. I could have did that. Would have matched pretty good. So Pharaoh offers his last offer to the man of God. And that's what we're reading about today. His final compromise. He says, you all can go, Moses. I understand you don't want to leave your wife and you don't want to leave your children behind while you go make an offering and a sacrifice unto your God. So I'm going to let your wife go with you and I'm going to let your children go with you. But your herds and your flocks will remain behind. (laughs) Hence our discussion today. I ain't leaving Egypt without my sacrifice. I ain't leaving Egypt without my sacrifice today. Now listen, he offers unto Moses his final compromise. Now listen, a little compromise in the area of politics is not a bad thing. We need a little bipartisanship. Come on, you husbands and wives, a little compromise in the area of marriage. It's not a bad thing. We need a little bipartisanship in our marriages, right? Huh? Can't be all the man, can't be all the woman. A little bit of compromise is, is, a, is a good thing. Amen. But listen to me, there was a time when this country did not negotiate with terrorists. And there was a time when the church did not negotiate with the devil. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm talking to an apostolic. There was a time when this country did not negotiate with terrorists. And there was a time when the church did not compromise with the devil. And I come to tell you today, you need to reject the devil's offer. You need to take your wife. You need to take your children. You need to take your offering. You need to take your sacrifice. And you need to offer it unto the Lord today. Don't you dare leave Egypt without your sacrifice. Come on, come on, church. God's word is not up for compromise today. If it's wrong, it's wrong. I don't care who tells you it's right. 
I don't care who tells you it's okay. If my Bible says it's wrong, it's wrong today. The word of God is not up for compromise today. Come on. My faith is not up for compromise today. My children are not up for compromise today. My church is not up for compromise today. My marriage is not up for compromise. My finances are not up for compromise today. Sorry, Pharaoh, we don't negotiate with terrorists. What God says belongs to us belongs to us. And either you're going to let us go or God's going to rain down upon you. <laughs> I ain't leaving Egypt without my sacrifice. Come on, maybe this ain't as personal for you as it is for me. But you see, I got a daughter that ain't in this church. Come on, I got some grandbabies that ain't in these seats today. And I come to remind the devil today, it don't matter how many times you tell me no. It don't matter how many times you get sick and tired of me coming and saying, God said, let them go. I'm going to come back again. I'm going to come back again. And I'm going to come back again. And I'm going to say, God said, let them go. Because I'm not leaving Egypt without my offering. I'm not leaving Egypt without my sacrifice unto the Lord today. I think it's time we offer our children to the Lord. I think it's time we offer our marriages to the Lord. I think it's time we offer our church to the Lord today. Don't you dare leave Egypt. It don't matter how many times he tells you no. Don't matter how many times he gets upset and says, don't come back before my face again or you're going to die. You tell him, you're going to let my people go. You're going to let my children go. You're going to let my finances go. You're going to let my marriage go. You're going to let my health go. You're going to let my mind go because it belongs to the Lord today. And the Lord said, let my people go. You don't have to leave Egypt without your stuff. Huh? You don't got to leave Egypt without your stuff. If it belongs to you, it's yours. If God said it, it's written in stone. It's forever settled in heaven. Brother Paul, those children are coming. Brother David, those children are coming. Brother Timmy, those children are coming. God said it. Don't give up on it. You keep telling him. I don't care how tired he gets. You keep on telling him. I ain't leaving Egypt without my stuff. I'm coming back. Look, I might leave for a moment because I got to make an offering. I got to make a sacrifice to my God, but I'm coming back again. And I'm going to tell you to let my stuff alone. Because I ain't leaving Egypt without my stuff. Oh, to God that the church would make up their mind. They don't have to give nothing to the devil today. Oh, to God that the church would make up their mind. Come on, just because it appears to be that way, he is not in charge. Pharaoh is not in charge today. The Lord, strong and mighty, is in charge today. Oh, give the Lord a hand clap of praise all over this house today. My faith is not up for compromise. God's word is not up for compromise. My children are not up for compromise. Sorry, Pharaoh, I'm not negotiating with a terrorist today, and I ain't leaving Egypt without my stuff. Come on. I ain't leaving Egypt 
without my stuff. You see, a compromising church would have said, well, Pharaoh said we can offer an offering and a sacrifice to the Lord, but we got to do it here. Actually, that would save us a three days journey out into the wilderness. It would be a little bit easier. Ah. It would be a little bit easier, Sister Amber, if we just went along with Pharaoh and just offered our sacrifice here. But that ain't what God's word said. That ain't what God, God's word said. You take a three-day journey. You get out of Egypt. You get out into the wilderness. You get out by yourself. You get alone with me, Moses. You take my children and you get alone with me. You get out of the midst of this nasty old mess that you're living in. God's word didn't say offer that sacrifice in Egypt. A compromising church would have said, well, it is a little bit easier. We could just go along with what he's saying. We'll still be offering a sacrifice to the Lord. No, but that's not what God's word said, and God's word does not compromise. Come on. A compromising church would have said, well, Pharaoh said that we could go and offer a sacrifice to the Lord and we could even take our three-day journey. But we, we got to leave our wives and our children here. But Moses said, no. That's not what God's word said. That's not what the Lord told me. You see, my children need to witness my sacrifice. My children need to see my service to God. My children need to see me offer them unto the Lord. Come on, and my wife needs to stand by my side. When I do it, a compromising church would say, well, it'd be a little bit easier. We won't have to make the kids sit down and behave. We won't have to teach our children to be quiet in church and respect the house of God. We could just go by ourselves and our kids would be back in Egypt playing and having fun. It's not that big of a deal. We could go worship God without them. That's what a compromising church would have said. But that ain't what Moses said. Moses said, no, sir, my children are going with me. My children are going to learn respect for the house of God. My children are going to learn to make offerings unto God. My children are going to learn that living for God is a sacrifice. My children are going to behold the goodness and the glory of God. No, Pharaoh, you can keep your compromise. I'm not interested. I'm not negotiating with a terrorist. Come on. Come on. A compromising church would have said, well, Pharaoh said we could leave, but we just got to leave our flocks and our herds behind. It's just cattle. They're just animals. We can buy some more when we get out of here. We can find some more in the way. We'll find something to offer to the Lord. 
Moses stood up and he said, that ain't what the Lord said. The Lord said, not one hoof. The Lord said, not one hoof. So he goes back and he tells Pharaoh, no, sir, I'm not interested in your compromise. We're going to take our sacrifice with us. We're going to take our offering with us when we leave Egypt. Ah, not one hoof. The Lord said, shall remain in Egypt. Turn to your neighbor and say, not one hoof. Not one hoof shall remain in Egypt. Come on, church. The Lord does not compromise with man. The Lord, sure enough, is not going to compromise with the devil. If the Lord won't compromise with us, whom he created from the dust of the earth, whom he created in his likeness and in his image, if the Lord says no to us, he's sure enough going to say no to the devil. He's not up for compromise today. The Lord does not compromise with us, and he certainly will not compromise with the devil. Let me tell you something. If the children of Israel, Brother Timmy, would have left Egypt without their offering, they might as well have died in Egypt. Come on. Because you can't live for God without an offering. Come on, you can't live for God without a sacrifice. If they would have said, okay, Pharaoh, we're going to leave, but you can keep our cattle and you can keep our herds, they knew it was sure death. It would have been a waste of time because you cannot live for God without an offering. You cannot live for God without a sacrifice. That's why David would not take the threshing floor of Onan because he didn't buy it. He didn't purchase it. It didn't cost him anything. He said, I cannot offer sacrifices unto the Lord at a place that did not cost me anything. It's got to cost me something. It's got to cost me something. Let me tell you something, living for God. Salvation is free, but living for God will cost you something. Don't you ever let nobody lie to you and say living for God is easy. Living for God ain't easy. Living for God has never been easy. Living for God will never be easy. Your flesh is always going to oppose you. You're always going to have an enemy of your soul. You're always going to have a world that you're living in that's going to try to distract you and to destroy you and to confuse you. Come on, the children of Israel understood they could not leave Egypt without their sacrifice. Because living for God is going to cost you something. God called Israel to leave Egypt, lock, stock, and barrel. He said, when I do it, I'm going to do it all the way. Don't you bend. Don't you flex. Don't you compromise. Don't you give in. Not one jot, not one tittle. Come on, don't you remove it. If I said three miles, I mean three miles. If I said not one hoof, I mean not one hoof. If I said your wives and your children go with you, your wives and your children go with you. Don't you compromise with Pharaoh Moses. Don't you compromise with Pharaoh Moses. The Lord is not a compromiser. He called the children of Israel to leave lock, stock, and barrel. Moses understood, church. Moses understood that no one achieves success without sacrifice. You will not achieve success without sacrifice. Ask these folks in here who got master's degrees. Huh? Ask them if they achieved that without a sacrifice. Ask them if there wasn't some stuff that they stayed home from 
to study. Come on, ask some of these guys, or these tradesmen. They got jobs that require tests for them to get in and schooling that they have to go to. Ask them if they don't have to miss some stuff for them to achieve success. Success will never come to you without a sacrifice. It's the same way in the kingdom of God. If you think, come on, Brother Brad, that you're going to live for God without a sacrifice, it's not going to happen. You got to offer him something. You got to give him something. You got to sacrifice something for the kingdom of God. Living for God is going to cost you something. Church, listen, life is filled with trade offs. Life is filled with trade offs. We, we, we see this. We see people barter. I've bartered many times in my life, I've bartered many things down at the new church building. I'll do this for you, you do this for me. Huh? Life is filled with trade-offs. But let me tell you something. You will never trade up. (laughs) Help me, Holy Ghost. You can trade down. You can trade down. But you'll never trade up without something to offer. Huh? If somebody's got something that you want and what you have is of lesser value, you will never trade up without something to offer. Why? Because success comes with a cost. Success comes with a cost. Life is filled with trade-offs, but you'll never trade up. You'll only trade down if you don't have something to offer or something to give or something to sacrifice. Moses had to sacrifice his status. Moses left a life of luxury in Egypt. And he chose to suffer with the people of God. Why? To fulfill his purpose in his life. He was called by God to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. He sacrificed for the kingdom of God. I ask you today, why in the world would you ever leave Egypt without your sacrifice? Why would you leave the people that you love behind? Why would you leave your children behind? Why would you leave your wife behind? Why would you leave your offerings and your sacrifice behind? When God says his promises are yea and amen. When God said, if I gave it to you, there ain't enough devils in hell to take it away from you. When God said, if you train up a child in a way they should go when they are old, they will not. Why would you hand it over to Pharaoh today? You don't have to leave Egypt without your offering and without your sacrifice today. Stand with me as the musicians come quickly. Y'all are probably thinking, man, I wish men's conference and revival was every week. This guy's been short. (laughs) Don't worry, I'll be long again next week. I'm a little tired. (laughs) Can I tell this body today? The enemy's always trying to offer the church what is easy. 
But the truth of the matter is living for God is not easy. Brother Mike, making the right decisions is not easy. Pushing your way into praise. When you've had a long night, when you ain't felt well in your body, when work's been rough and you push your way into an atmosphere of praise, it ain't always easy. Forcing yourself to pray. Forcing yourself to read your Bible. It ain't always easy. Living for God ain't always easy. But the enemy's always trying to offer the church something easy as a compromise for the things of God. Let me tell you something today. If it comes easy, it's probably not of God. If it if it if 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 the devil just slaps it in your lap, you didn't have to work for it, and you didn't have to prove for it, and your work wasn't tried by fire for it, it probably didn't come from God. The enemy's always trying to offer us what is easy as a compromise for the things of God. Church, living for God is not always easy. It never has been. It never will be. But it will always be worth it. Living for God requires an offering. Living for God requires a sacrifice. Living for God requires your obedience to His will and to His word. Living for God requires you to prioritize His kingdom. Living for God will cost you something. This is exactly why this isn't something new. This, this thing has been in the world for a long time. This is why that old evil king, Jeroboam, he sat back when he took the reins of Israel and he witnessed every year the people of God leaving and traveling far distances just to get to Jerusalem so they could worship and give an offering and a sacrifice to the Lord. Jeroboam watched these things. And he says, I think I know how I can get these people. I'm going to make two golden calves. And I'm going to set one in Dan, and I'm going to set one in Bethel. And here's what I'm going to tell them. You don't have to travel all the way to Jerusalem to worship God. I've put an idol here. It's a whole lot closer than Jerusalem. I put an idol in Dan. I put an idol in Bethel. Here's something a whole lot easier. You can still worship God. You don't have to go all the way to Jerusalem, but that's not what they were commanded to do. Besides that, we serve a jealous God today. He said, I will have no other gods before me. Come on. So Jeroboam, being the evil king that he was, he offers them something easier. Let me tell you something. Traveling to Jerusalem is going to cost you something. Traveling to Jerusalem ain't going to be easy. 
traveling to Jerusalem is going to take some of your time away from you. It's going to take some of your resources away from you. Come on, it's going to take some of the things that you enjoy away from you. But there'll never be a substitute for Jerusalem. There'll never be a substitute for Jerusalem. Why on God's earth would you ever consider leaving Egypt without your stuff? Our God does not compromise. Our God does not compromise today. Come on. Listen to me today. Easy is not what God planned for us. No. No. A bed of roses, it's not in here. A bed of roses, it's not in here. Easy is not what God planned for us. Obedience is what God planned for us. Sacrifice is what God planned for us. Offering is what God planned for us. Servanthood, living for God regardless of what it costs you. That's what God planned for us. Living for God today. Living for God today. Don't leave Egypt without your stuff. Don't leave Egypt without your children, without your wife without your resources, without all that God has given you. Listen to me, where there is no king. Let me, let me tell you something. You can never have enough of what you don't need. You, you realize you can gain more and you can gain more. Look, I've noticed the more junk that I buy, the more junk I got to take care of. I told myself the other day, I said, why on God's earth do you keep on buying stuff? Just stop buying stuff. You don't need this stuff. You're and, and, and a revelation just hit me. It was like the Lord just told me, he said, you'll never have enough of what you don't need. My God, that's a revelation from the Lord today. You'll never have enough of what you don't need. But let me tell you something. What God gave you, you need. And if God gave you your family, and God gave you your children, and God gave you your home, and God gave you your spouse, don't leave Egypt without it. Don't leave Egypt without it today. Make up your mind. I'm not leaving without my sacrifice today. Tell Pharaoh, doesn't matter how many times you tell me no. Doesn't matter how many times you get upset at me. Doesn't matter how many times your heart is hardened. I'm not leaving without my stuff. I'm not leaving without my stuff. Listen to me. I say this and I'm coming to a close. Where there's no king. I hope this gets down in your spirit today. Where there's no king, there's no need for an offering. If he can't be king of your life, if you can't crown him king, if you can't make him king and Lord of your life, he cannot accept your offering. What are you going to offer to the Lord today if you don't let him be in control of your life? You can't make an offering to a king that you don't have where there is no king. There's no need 
for your offering today. Church, don't leave Egypt without your stuff. God has blessed this body. God has blessed this church family. It's time to stand and fight. It's time to remind the devil that even though it appears that way, you are not in charge. The Lord does all things well. The Lord gave me a promise, and I'm not leaving Egypt without my stuff. These altars are open as we sing this song unto the Lord today. If you got some